Hey guys, it's Dan Walshman, and you're listening to the Edgy Conversations podcast. As you know, the place where we talk about radical hope for people who want it. Where most days, I think almost every day we release a podcast where we just, we look at very quickly, 12, 15, 16, as you know, sometimes 17 minutes long, the ideas from high performers. Ideas, insights, strategies. How can we emulate people who are doing things that are awesome? You know, my friend Kat, um, who is a, is an awesome member of this community, and she's actually one of the admins in the Edgy Empire of Awesomeness page. So you know she's all the queen of badass inside our empire. But um, she said the other day in one of our in one of my live streams, she made a comment about having a like a, a rainy day file. And for those of you who don't know what a rainy day file is. It's, I believe, and everyone's got something slightly different, but it's almost like your scrapbook of encouragement. For those of you who don't know what a scrapbook is, uh, it's like, I don't know, it's like a book that you paste cool articles in and pictures and things like that, right? It's scraps of things that help remind you of awesome days. And I got, not the scrapbook thing, but Kat, her comment, got me thinking about the power of stories, Stor- your own personal stories in your life, and then in general, just the ideas of stories and how those stories help us achieve success or not. Now, for me, I think I've mentioned before, if you go to Feedly and look me up, my username's Dan Waldo, you'll see that I follow, I don't know, hundreds of blogs. Blogs on everything from brain research, psychology, right, to business, to science, to technology, design. I love my design blogs. Nothing more inspirational than seeing something build a design or a product or, or architect something that's just like, it's so beautiful. It just, it makes your heart stop for a couple seconds, right? It's, it's just breathtaking. I love that. And so I began to think about reading when I, when I thought about Kat's story about you know, having this file of rainy day stories. When she's feeling down, she goes to this file. She looks at, you know, maybe it's a thank you note from someone who said, look, I really appreciate what you did. You changed my life. I, I just, I let this soak in for a second. And the challenge, here was the challenge to me and what I want to talk about with you today. What are you doing to collect encouragement? What are you doing actively to collect encouragement in your life? See, here's the reality that there are many people coming for you on a daily basis. I'm not here to scare you or threaten you or make you feel less than as awesome as you really are, but there are people, you know it, you feel it, who are just like, no matter what you do, they are determined, determined, drag you down, beat you down, make sure you know that you're not as awesome as you want to be, as you think you should be. And So what are you doing to counterbalance that? Your mission is not to convince those people that they should love you. That, silly, silly goose. That's not ever going to happen. Those people don't like you for a reason, right? Maybe you make them feel bad. Maybe you make them feel inadequate. Maybe you point out all the ways that they know they could already be doing better. Who knows exactly, right? I hear necessary to play closet, closet psychologist. The point is that what are you doing to counterbalance that? One of the things that I, every, I love is our Saturday stories, 
you know, they say sometimes if you need inspiration, build it for yourself and you'll encourage others along the way. And if you're not following our Saturday stories, every Saturday we, we, we write this article that's several thousand words. It's usually longer than our other articles, right? And it's, it's just story of someone who like did something incredible. And what I find so empowering about it is the fact that there, there are people all around us every day doing things that are awesome. They are leaving jobs that they hate to pursue a passion that they desperately want, right? There, there, there are people doing that right now. As I speak, as you listen to this podcast, there are people who are doing that. They are abandoning the bullshit of a job and a boss who hates them and doesn't give a crap about them and going to work for somebody who loves on them and provides them the, 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 the mental and emotional nourishment they need to rise up. And so for me, the lesson is not yay, cheer for those people. I'm happy to cheer for them. But it's more of a challenge to me to say, why can't I do that? Right? Why? So each Saturday we have these stories and these stories are, are amazing. Um, if you go to our blog, of course, danwalchman.com slash blog, and you look at some of the stories, look, just look for Saturday and there's, there's a list of them, but you'll see all of these amazing people. I mean, I mentioned her earlier, but you know, imagine being in the middle of a genocide and that's the story of Maggie Berenkitsi and Maggie Berenkitsi in the middle of Burundi when 100,000 people were murdered, she builds an orphanage. Okay, get this, get this, get this. She builds this orphanage that eventually saves the lives of 20 to 30,000 kids. When 100,000 people are murdered and you save 30,000, you're basically repopulating a third, a third of an entire country. One woman. Can you imagine that? And her story is, is, is one based in hardship and pain and she was stripped naked in front of her town because of the Hutus and the Tutsis were fighting. And she had to choose a side. And she said, I'm not going to choose a side. I'm going to do the right thing. And instead of people saying, well, yeah, you know, that's great. We should do the right thing. Uh, what ended up happening was they made her life miserable. And so I love the story about Matt. It just it challenges me to like, you know... Why, why can't I do that? And then, of course, even like Evan Gaddis, who we wrote about a couple weeks ago, who just w ended up winning the World Series uh, weeks ago, right? He was so depressed uh, um, mentally, literally depression, suicidal. He got out of baseball entirely. Screw it. I'm out. I'm done. Gone. Right? Done. Done. Completely. Getting out. And just recently, or years ago, a few years ago, decided, you know what? Uh, I've got to figure out a way to get myself back together and play baseball and went on now to have a World Series ring. Isn't that amazing? How about Alex Zanardi? By the way, I'm not going to go through each story, but Alex Zanardi was at the top of his game. And if you go, the name of the article for Alex Zanardi is How to Win Big After Crashing Out at Life. How to Win Big After Crashing Out at Life. Here's a guy who... Um, is at the top of his game, a Formula One racer. So he's not driving at your local dirt racetrack. This is this is a baller. I mean, this guy is top of his game. And if you go to that, 
that article, I show a video of his crash in 2001. He gets hit at 190 miles an hour in one of those flimsy little F1 racers. It tears it in half. It was The accident was so bad that doctors amputated both of his legs because they were just mangled, just mangled, pulverized bone and flesh. Nothing there. Amputated his legs from the knee down. And here's a guy who came back and not only competed in F1 using a specially designed car and prosthetic legs, but he went on to be in the Olympics, Special Olympics, doing everything from cycling or paracycling, they call it hand cycling, right? To, I mean, competing in the New York Marathon in Beijing in 2008. Here he is racing cars and racing paracycles, and he's doing it all on without legs. And, and I, I, uh, it's, I look, I listen to that and I say, wow. <laughs> wow. You ever, ever been just, just kind of, kind of humbled when you hear someone's story and it's not a challenge that while wow, I'm a loser, it's more of this discussion to say, I have nothing to complain for complain about. It's probably the better English. Nothing to complain about. My life is great. I've got both legs and arms and hands. Most of the time I hear what you're saying to me. I see what you're showing me. Here's a guy who, against all odds, comes back, comes back, comes back. So Kat, we started with Kat. We'll come back to Kat. She's like, when I have a bad day, I go to my rainy day file and I dig into it to find things that encourage me. So what are you doing to build your rainy day file? That's really the discussion here. Bad things are going to happen. You're going to get discouraged. You're going to find people who, no matter how logical you are, they are out to trash you completely. And so what are, what are some things you can do proactively to keep your head straight, right? To be mentally, physically, and even financially fit enough to weather the storm of other people's craziness. Here's the reality about stories, the power of other people's stories. One of the reasons I we're going to continue to keep putting out stories every Saturday. By the way, I'm working on a tremendous story that will come out tomorrow. And the reason why it's so powerful is if you see a movie, you know that that's fake, right? It's a movie. It's, you know, who is it? Tom Cruise? I still love Mission Impossible. The first one I think was the best one because it wasn't over-engineered. Like I wasn't, he wasn't jumping off a plane it was still kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of believable. But remember the scene when he's uh, they lower him down through the grate into that ultra-secure secret room? And, you know, even a drop of sweat from his nose, if it falls on the floor, you know, boom, he's going to get, you know, found out. But I don't know. That story, I know it's fake even though it seems eh, kind of plausible, who knows? I know it's fake, but when I see someone like Alex Zanardi or Maggie Berenkitz or Evan uh, Gaddis, I know these are real people who are doing real things and it challenges me to take my game and my life to the next level. I still remember hearing the story of WhatsApp. So I we use WhatsApp for business all the time. It's a messaging platform, if you don't know. I think it was bought by Facebook for 16 billion 
$16,000. Can I say that slowly in slow motion? $16 billion, B with a B, billion with a B, dollars. And here was a guy who was so broke while he was building his app that he decided to, to try to sell his app to Yahoo. He applied to, to, he applied to Yahoo, and then he applied to Twitter. And he went to Twitter, and he said, hey, um, you know, would you mind hiring me as an engineer so that you know, I can actually have a job and pay the bills because he was homeless? He was just so, so, so broke. And, and Twitter said, well, we don't think you're a smart enough developer to work here at Twitter. And he ended up building an app that not only had more users than Twitter, but I think at $16 billion, he's probably worth more than Twitter. All of Twitter. His, his acquisition was worth more than all of Twitter. Now, some of you are going to go check the stocks and see if that's actually true. I think Twitter now is worth 40 or $50 million. But you get what I'm saying? These are real people. There's application for all of us in all of these stories. And number one is this. You can do anything you put your mind to. And that's not fluff. That's not motivation. That's not inspiration. Do you know what that is? That is a fact. That is a fact. That is the law of nature and, and a divine perspective to say that I uh, can do whatever I decide I truly wish to do. There is nothing standing in the way of what I do besides me. The limits I put on myself, the limits you put on yourself. This isn't a game that we're playing. This is life. And if you're willing to work hard, if you're willing to grind, if you're willing to look like an idiot and be homeless so that you can pursue your passion of writing an app like WhatsApp, if you're willing to drive with no legs in a race car because your name's Alex Zanardi around a racetrack, you can do anything. And most of us live a life. Here's the second point that's, that's sad. We live this life that's comfortable enough. We've got enough money to go on a a good enough vacation one and a half times a year, send some Christmas presents, run up a few credit card bills. We're not dead. We're not homeless. We're hanging on by a thread, but we're so desperate to hang on to that over, over living a life of outrageous possibility that we fight. We fight for mediocrity. We fight to be average and normal. Oh, I need to be safe, rather safe than sorry. I use the phrase. I use the phrase all the time. And we live lives that are safe and unremarkable when all around us, there are people. There are these amazing people, no different, no different than you are, flesh and blood, flesh and blood, who say, no, no, I don't want to be normal. I want to achieve my goals. And so Kat, thank you for an amazing Amazing lesson in your wonderful use case of having this rainy day file. And mine is stuck inside of Feedly. And you may have yours inside of Evernote or some other tool or maybe on your Facebook page. But just remember, you're struggling. You're frustrated. You're not where you want to be yet. And that's the same position that every amazing person throughout time has found themselves. And the one thing that separates them from everyone else is that they say, I will persist. I will keep on. 
I hope you'll come and join us on our Saturday stories and just be a part of putting together your own rainy day file. I, I don't think there's a better, better thing you could do than to, to just take some time on a weekend or an evening and gather together awesome stuff that you know encourages you. And by the way, if you're looking for encouragement, you might want to consider our Awesome Palooza 2017 because December 13th, which is like right around the corner in Greenville, South Carolina, we're doing a one-day intense session where I'm taking my best material. As you know, my clients over the last 18, 20 months have generated $17 billion in new revenue. And so our strategies and insights aren't just motivational, they're industry dominating. And I'm going to bring them all to you in a one-day jam-packed session here in our host city of Greenville, South Carolina. You can go to awesomepalooza.com to check that out. You can also go to the Edgy Empire of Awesomeness Facebook page, Facebook group, join no charge no charge just awesome people trying to help other awesome people live an awesome life so until the next time stay edgy be awesome